Welcome to Creative Conversations with Costume Designers. Oh my gosh, that was a lot. <laughs> well, us costume designers have a lot to say about what it looks like to tell stories with clothing. I'm your host, Mandy Line. I've been a costume designer for the last 22 years. During COVID-19 lockdown, I felt lost, not being able to make words on a page come to life through costume design. I decided to reach out to my peers, come to find that they felt the same way. I decided to seize the moment and start this podcast. We don't need a lockdown to want to be inspired, motivated, and entertained. So each week, tune in to hear amazing, (laughs) unexpected stories of what it looks like to be a costume designer to them. No one's story is the same. Trust me. Are you ready? I am. Let's do this. Each episode is brought to you by the Western Costume Company, your one-stop shop for all your costume needs. I wish I could interview him like every day of my life. He's cool. He's fun. He's talented. I just, I just want to keep hanging out with him. <laughs> Paolo Niedu is my next guest. I bet you'll feel the same. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I swear I, to God, you look like you're 25. I mean, you are, right? I don't know. I mean, look I like wish. 25. Okay, let's see. Now we got the light on. Let me turn. I just have a kind of a mood light. I'm going to turn it down so I'm not so crazy looking. You have a ring light? Yeah, like I've said. Let me tell you. So Joan Rivers, I was the only costume designer ever on, um, uh, what was her fashion, uh, what was her fashion, fashion show? Season. Fashion police. So she came to the set of Pretty Little Liars. She brought this light to the trailer. I had never seen this like moonlight. And she said, Oh, honey, with all this effing work, you think I'm going to not have that? Like, it was genius. <laughs> and that's literally like, I mean, she's been like gone for a while. That's right? a pretty thing. Like, like I know she, she had it back in the day. Well, I'm so thankful that you're here. Okay, now I don't want to mess up your last name. I have Paolo. Now say your last name. Niedu. 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 Okay, and that's Italian, right? It's Italian. It's Sardinian. Wow. I, it was so funny because I was trying to like read. I was like, I'm going to mess this up. Thank you for being here. Now, you're in Florida right now, right? For having me. Yes, I'm in, I'm in Miami, Florida. I love it. It's so perfect. Now, how are, I used to take this question to the end, but how are you doing during all this craziness? I'm fine. I mean, I go up and down. Like, yeah. obviously, it's like really scary what's going on but um no I'm like made for sleeping in good good drinking watching movies what's the last movie you watched what was what was something that you loved or hated like that you chose to watch I watched last night I watched can't buy me love seriously one of so one of my costumes probably about five years ago for Halloween I was Cindy Cindy I'll, I'll, I'll text you the picture later. I had the all-white suede outfit. Did and you I'm, do the wine scene? Oh, hell yeah, I did the wine scene. But <laughs> the thing that was so weird is the wine on suede actually blow-dried brown. So I was like, I hope people get this. So I went to a party. Nobody got it. They were all younger. Then I went to a bar with people my age. People were like 35 at that time. Like, right. Dude, you're that chick from Can't Buy Me Love. I'm like, Great. All the older people. I remember, like, being like, oh, suede, like, Wilson's Leather Mall suede. It's so expensive. And rich. It was and so. Wilson's, like, I can still picture it. At Wilson, that's right. I can see it <laughs> in my head. I can see him with the, um, if, if all you young college students out there watching this, can't buy me love. They'll probably make fun of us. But, oh, 
Oh my God. What was his yeah. name? Um, Pat Patrick Dempsey. No, but what was his name in the, uh, in the movie? Oh, Richard. Re no. Rennie. They called him something. Oh, like I forget. I forget too. But that's where they got the, um, the dance, the African, <laughs> the African ritual dance. It's good. It's so good. Well, thank you for taking the time thank to tune you. in. And like I always do at the beginning, you're so handsome. I can't really stare at you when I talk. Should I stare in your eyes? Like I've never done Instagram live. Like, do I look? Where do I look? I just look. I look at you. Like when okay, I talk, so I look like I'm. Yeah, I look like I'm interviewing. Um. Okay. So, uh, last night I was going looking through your credits and doing the research, and so the intro to this is quite funny. I don't even know if you know this. So. I was on Pretty Little Liars, and I get a call mm -hmm. to do a job. So I have, like, wig hair all over. There we go. And I never would ever think about leaving Pretty Little Liars for any job, right? I get a call to do my favorite. Sorry, I have a, literally a wig get hair. It. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Done. like that wig. It's cute. And thank you. It's, like, boiling hot. But I did it for you because I try to channel, like. You're giving me Nicki Minaj and the other woman. Thank you very much. That's right, because I thought I looked just like Nicki Minaj today. <laughs> Um, and so I get a call to go on this interview and I die. So I call my best friend out. We're doing this presentation for 24 hours. Okay. okay. So I, I, you know, I get, get ready for the interview and I was like, I cannot believe that I've been called to interview for empire. My favorite show in the world. I friggin' died. Right. So this is for first season after okay. you did the pilot. So you've already set the bar like here. And during the presentation, I was like, I don't even know how to top this. How do I top this? You know what I mean? And so I brought in uh, this big presentation, but I remember looking around and it was Club Leviticus. Yeah, yeah. So they had like all the fellows. Anyways, I thought I nailed this interview. I got it. I got it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I get a call. Oh, yeah, this man Paolo is coming back. I'm like, who is this man? And I just literally, within minutes, my life shattered. But I realized why. Because you are so good at what you brought to that TV show, which we'll be get into it. Thank so, you. I mean, you really did change the face of the way that people dressed. Um, another one of his credits. And I remember hearing about this. I never went to go see it, but watching clips last night, the other woman like, mm -hmm. do you just take jobs with, like, big, epic women? Just the challenge is... <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I was like, that one was really fun. And it was like, the, as they cast it, it was like, oh, Nikki. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, right? Yeah, it was so cool. you had every type of body you could think of on that. Everybody. And same with Empire. But, yeah. It, oh, that's, it, a, that's a whole nother... Oh. I think I've literally been in a fitting with, like, every... When people come in and they're like... I'm like, I've seen it, done Don't it. Don't worry. This is, yeah, we got this it. is nothing. This is what we do. Wow, that's so crazy. Um, another one. Okay, so, and then what you have coming up. Now, this is where I got confused. I was looking online. So, you yeah. have the United States versus Billie Holiday. Is that shooting yes. or done? What's the state? We finished. We were, yeah, yeah we finished um, December 7th, and then we had a little bit of reshoots in LA the last week of February. Okay. I flew here on February 27th, and then, you know, everything changed, like, after. But you got it done. It's done. It's, it's done, done, and the reshoots are done. Wow. Where did you shoot that originally? We shot it in Montreal. You did. Was that your first time shooting in Canada? Yeah. 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 That's a trip, I, right? <laughs> and Montreal, oh, my God. It's, like, a whole other – I mean, yes, it's a whole other country, but it's, like, a but, whole other world. Yeah. It's, Montreal, even – I mean, like – Within Canada, it's its own thing. 
they're they kind of want to be separate like it's a whole world they don't even like they, they're like oh vancouver oh yeah I'm like scared to even comment <laughs> totally you're like okay never mind well your work and we're going to get into kind of how you got to where you were at because your resume is mind-blowing and i love one of the first things i kind of ask and it's the only question that i ask the same for each guest is you know at the beginning of your career everyone has their own story mm. um so i just want to make sure okay yeah that's my hair i feel like it's like crazy well, you know why? Because we have this back thing. That's why. It's, you know what we need? This Isn't it funny when you watch people's lives, you realize how important hair, makeup, and wardrobe are? Right. Like, what's the I feel like I'm staring in a mirror and I'm like, mm. <laughs> no. So we had talked about, or I had read about your beginning. If This is a two-part question. Mm-hmm. I liked when you were telling me about the things that, you know, like when I got into the business, I didn't really know what it was, but once I knew, I knew what I wanted. Your story kind of seemed like you knew what you didn't want. You saw, <laughs> right? But I like that everyone's story is so different without, you know, you, kind of summarizing if there's any way you can take me through your beginning because your beginning led to a mind-blowing assisting career. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be one of my questions on how that helps your career. So can you kind of touch on how you, you know, the beginning of you in this business? Yeah. So I, you know, I always wanted to, I wanted to work in like with clothing or with, I guess, like with aesthetics or right. visuals or like image making, but you know, there was no, I had no like roadmap on like but how, roadmap. yeah. Like, it's like, hi, there was no Instagram live to be like, I want to talk to people who've done it. I was going to say, after the Rachel Zoe reality show, kids know how to get in, you know? It's not yeah. as I never even thought about, like, New York as a place where, like, they made movies, even though, like, I watched movies that took place there or whatever. Isn't it weird? We don't even connect it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was like, fashion, 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 but I I didn't know, you know, what career that meant. Where, like, I was like, yeah. I, as a designer, like, th what you saw in movies was, like, Hollywood in Mannequin. Totally, like, totally. Like, hey, you're running around with, like, bolts of fabric, you know, that whole thing. And so, yeah, I just was, like, I want to get to New York because I was, like, that's where just magazines. And you just did it? Like, the, the to, for me to fathom someone just saying, I'm going to pick up and go to New York. I look ballsy. I could never even. You just did that? I did it. Yeah, I so I left, I grew up in suburban Detroit. I went to college in Chicago for okay. fashion. Design. And again, there was no like other, I was like clueless on like FIT and LA, like whatever. Like I found that school in the, literally the back of Glamour Magazine classifieds. It was like, do you And like you love magazines. Like that's, that was kind that of was, your yeah. school. Like, I yeah. was like devoured magazines like growing up. Like that was how I got like 90% of like yeah. my information, which I feel like has like helped me so much now. I think so. Yeah. Like research where I'm like, Oh, it's in my head. Like I don't need to do tears. Like I remember like, isn't whatever. that you remember right? <laughs> magazines that, that college kids are like, what? What are, what are those? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. So you go out to New York. What do you even, how do you even, when you land, what the heck do you do? So I got to New York. I drove with a friend. Um, who was also living in Chicago. We moved in together with two other guys from Chicago and I had no job. I told my parents, I was like, <laughs> I will find one soon. Yeah, yeah. And 
Um, I, I literally had like paper resumes and went to Soho and just handed, like, them, out. handed them out like to stores, like big drop. And like, oh, I was like agging at New York. Like I was like, oh my God, like the first day I like walked around, I was like, I tried to do the subway. It was like crazy. I still I can't. I st- it's still confusing to me. <laughs> um, <gasps> I saw your comment. Haha. <laughs> I did have a doorman. Sorry. My friend. <laughs> Wait, I love that. I love when friends come on here and call you out. <laughs> he called me out. I was sharing a bedroom. I had a doorman, but was sharing a bedroom. And it was like in Hell's Kitchen when like Safety nobody first. Hell's Kitchen. So they had to offer something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a little bit of security. There okay, so you're, you're handing out these resumes. You're going on cold Any calls. Res- or, yeah. So I had a friend um, who told me, oh, he was working at Patfield at the time. He was like, go down there. They're hiring because it was October. And it was like Halloween is like super big for the store. Hotel Venus, and it was on West Broadway. And so, like, I went down, paper resume. Mine was turquoise vellum. Like, I was really feeling like... Was she in the store itself? Was she in it? No, I met her, like, later. Like, Carolina um, Gannon was the manager at the time, and she hired me. But um, Pat came, like, later down the line. But, yeah, I went in, and they, like, called me a couple days later, and I was like... They were like, we'll do a trial for you. (laughs) We'll try you out. Yeah, We'll try you out. Like it's no guarantee. Like you can start for a work for a week, whatever. So I went and I worked, um, in the boutique and it was like, so cool. I had never like, did you feel something like come out? Like just kind of start to, you, you kind of felt yourself, you know what I mean? Like, is this, you're like, this feels right to what I'm doing. It felt like cool. Cool. Right. This is like, cool people like you know it was the first time I was like meeting you know really different kinds of people from like all over like Chicago which is not you know necessarily the most diverse place in right I was like so I was in New York I was working with Japanese people I was working with transgender people and I I think that's what maybe some of the young kids don't know but we don't have time to go in depth on who Pat Field is and how she began and you know she take transgenders in and ho- and house that like it, it changed she changed the 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 state of that community back then so pat field patricia field you guys do your research to see really the roots of this store in her name yeah. so yeah she, yeah she had like the mix of everybody yeah so you got you got it's kind of like hi we're gonna take this young man from chicago you asked for it you you know, you asked for it to get the job there. So you're trying to get right. introduced for all different types of community. How did you break from the store into styling, costume designing? How did that transition kind of happen? Um, so like, I worked at the store for two years. Okay. And the store was like, she liked to call like the employee stylist in sales people. And you yeah. did like, yeah. people would come in like wanting looks and, you know, wanting, you know, to like dress for some party or whatever. Uh, so I worked there for two years and then I was like, oh, maybe I need a job. Like, I didn't know. I still didn't know. I was like, oh, maybe like PR, like, is that a fashion job? Like I'm still not even thinking about production. Yeah. And so I actually, like, I left working with her. I was doing window displays and stuff like that. I left and I, um, I got a, a job in PR at Cynthia Raleigh. And I was doing that, and I was like, oh, my God. Again, going back to, like, I know yeah. what I want. I this was like, is no, not it. 
Yeah. 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 And of all the places to be, like Cynthia Rowley was a name. So it wasn't like you were doing some low-end PR. Like no. you, you got to get into that and know, like, this isn't it. I, and I went from, like, you know, Soho downtown crowd to, like, another version of downtown, which was, like, Cynthia's place was in the West Village. But it yeah. was, like, totally, like, not the path. World. No, totally different. Like, mm, I was like, I don't like this either. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It was just not for me. Totally. And I always wanted to try out in, in magazines. And I went to, I was like trying to get in an interview magazine, but there was no jobs. And back then, interview magazine was like untouchable. I mean, it was, yeah. it was epic. Again, I say that word because that's kind of your past. Yeah. It was editor in chief. And yeah. And I had always had a fascination with the magazine because my art teacher in high school had the covers on our ceiling. And I was always like, again, like this that's is like cool. big, you know, big city. And I'm like, I want to go. Yeah. So, but I hear like kind of everything that you wanted, even though if you didn't know if you wanted it or not, you found a way to get in. So you found a way to, did you? Oh my get- God. I was harassing the fashion assistant. <laughs> like, for email. And I was old then. Like I was like 20 four or 25 and they were like we don't we don't want like post-college graduates really they wanted like they were not taking people who like weren't doing it for school credit and so I was like how am I gonna get in there and then I just kept kind of like harassing (laughs) in September they were like short and it was fashion week and they were like perfect Erica Blumenthal who was the fashion assistant there emailed me and was like, can you start Monday? This was like on a Friday and I was still like working in the PR job. And I was like, I have to go. Yeah. And I told Cynthia Raleigh like personally, and she was like super cool. She was like, look, if that's what you want to do, like go do it. Like I'd hate it to like not get two weeks as like a good Midwestern worker. Totally. Totally. (laughs) I know. I know. And to everyone out there, there are, you know, situations like jumping is like a no, no, but this was definitely risking. It was now or never. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That was a big, that was a big moment. So how long were you with the interview? Or was well, I was an intern there from September of 05 to like the spring of 06. And then Annabelle Tolman, um, the late, um, she took me on a bunch of photo shoots. And then she brought me on to like her freelance work. That's great. And she was doing Scarlett Johansson, like post like, um, oh my God, why am I blanking on the Sofia Coppola movie? Lost in Translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all this press and um, Vicky Cristina Barcelona time and all that. And so I started working with Annabelle doing like celebrity and doing her like shoots and cover shoots with Mariah Carey, with Bruce Weber. So it was like, it totally was like, it was that. But I was still a bartender at night. So Yeah, because you're like, because if you guys didn't catch that, he left a paying gig for an internship. Exactly. (laughs) And I'm not saying that we all have the luxury to do that. But again, you took that risk to get I somewhere do, yeah. that you I wanted. Yeah. working like brunch shifts, like waiting on like bottomless mimosa <laughs> queens. So. Holy crap. Now what was it? What is the transition to working uh, on these photo shoots and getting actually into the film business? Because I have so many questions from interns, college students of like, I don't even know the transition. How do I, you know, not that you're, way is how everyone can do it but right. like I you know and my way was literally like it is it is chance and it is like how hard you do it or you know it's just it is timing like there's a lot of it is a lot I know 
there's a lot. In, this is not like a typical like you go to school for being a doctor and you graduate and you're a doctor and you get out and people <laughs> are people are trying to get you and I'm like no like I have I have an, a friend of mine that is now a costume designer. I'm not kidding you. And I was like, inside, I'm like happy for it. But I'm like, how did you get that series? And she was like, I was like friends with the director. And I was all, okay. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, look at how long people, like, look at how long Anna Winter has been the editor-in-chief of Vogue. That is, like, not going. That uh, no, You're going to have to light a fire. <laughs> you're going to have to do something to make that move. <laughs> you're not right? in there. So when you made that transition, was it uh, was it with Pat Field that you autom- that you got into the business? So yeah, so I had you know I, I had still like been doing the freelance thing with Annabelle, and I was like yeah. working with other stylists. Like when there was you know lads, like there would be other people who were like looking for word of mouth started sh- to spread. Yeah, yeah, like other stylist friends of hers, other editors. Like I worked at um, Jane Magazine doing like calling in, you know, like we need purple shoes for a cover shoot. Cool, I'm the guy. Yeah. And then Pat Field had sort of come back to me. Like, I had always kind of stayed in, you know, I was friends with a lot of people who worked there still, and I was, you know, she had parties all the time, and so I hadn't, like, lost touch with her. And she reached out um, when Sex and the City, the first movie, which was, like, the summer of 2007, they were crewing up. God. And she was like, "Um, I'm looking for... And it's another, you know, they had, there was a big team. She was of like course. working for an assistant designer who can, who knows the showrooms. And I know you've been like doing interview and like doing this stuff and like that, you know, the showrooms. And, and showrooms like, are a whole nother monster. It's a the whole, whole nother. It was science. a whole other world in 2007. Oh yeah, for sure. Today's showrooms are like, hi, there's 9 million celebrities. <laughs> Bye. Totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why when my friends call me to style them, I'm like, I don't. Oh God! Like I don't even want to go there. It's a whole other thing. So, yeah, yeah. So she called like, you, and you're like, did, "Were you excited? Were you nervous? What was the feeling?" Both. I was Both. super nervous. I was super excited, and I was in the middle of like helping Annabelle with. Um, she was like doing a Nautica show, and we yeah. were like working. Like I was like, you know, I was like, "Oh my God, I have to like quit and start." this movie and you're like oh I've done that before I've quit I was like (laughs) shit so you know she with her blessing I was like I was like literally like Pat called me there's this opportunity I have to kind of like you know stop and I'm gonna do this and she was like oh my god like are you kidding me like go do it and you know the pay was great I was gonna have insurance I was gonna be in the union it was like all these things and I but I had no idea like what that meant what that entailed and you just learned and so did you get to quit your bartending job at this point yeah, I, I got to quit it, like, in early 2007. Okay, I, okay, it okay, was good. like, three years of bartending with, like, freelancing. And you managed that. So then, now that you, you, you know, you've, and this leads me to my second part of the question, is you have got so many big names, whether it's in fashion, whether it's in the uh, literature, whether it's in magazines, whether it's Pat Field, one of the biggest costume designers that put fashion on the map. Like, Contemporary fashion icon. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that, one of the articles when um, hearing the buzz about Emmys for Pretty Little Liars back in the day, the article literally said, possibly the next show to ever be acknowledged besides Sex in the City. That was one of the, you know, that was, it was still, it's still a go-to. It's still in my presentations. That being said, um, you know, everyone has a different route and Foley assisted huge designers 
Um, Myrie, her name is different now, Myrie Blyden, assisted huge designers. So I see this trend of assisting big designers, mm -hmm. then getting to design something big and yourself. What do you, can you speak on the benefits, the positives, the, what that you have seen building that resume? Because me and someone like Soyan, another costume designer, we kind of like assisted two people and we're like, F this, I got it. And then it was like, <laughs> it was kind of like, yeah, I got it. But you're going to have to do these low, 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 low budget movies forever. And yeah. you know, I'm happy I went that direction. But can you speak on kind of working so hard as assisting to get where you are and what you see you gained from that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's crazy because I did come in. I came into a project that had like money was no object. Right. And, like, the, like, desire for any, being any part of it was, like, fever pitch, like, at the time, especially, like, pre Oh, it was, I mean, still to this day, I will not turn it if Sex in the City's on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the E reruns are so good. Forget I mean, it. I didn't work on the show, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, you know, that was a huge thing to, like, walk into. And there was a huge anticipation for it. So, like, there was a yeah. lot of, like, things that, like, sort of, like, aligned at the time for that and again for me like I was going into it not trying to be Pat no no and not I... even thinking like beyond that movie like it was like oh freelance project this project is a movie and that's like what it was to me like at the time and you know I wanted to like do a good job and, and taking the experience right yeah. and, you know I mean yeah you had to sit you come in and you watch like I'm like you know also like people that worked on the movie were, or on the series, you know, were there and there was relationships already in place. Yeah. So you're stepping into like a world that already existed and a system that like already existed and then, you know, doing a movie on it. And yeah, it was big. Did you find that that experience, you know, do you find as a designer that your knowledge from every designer that you work with that has helped you who you are today. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's things from her, there's things from Annabelle that, you know, it's a total, who has like a totally different aesthetic. Right. You know, and then I've like worked on Saturday Night Live and worked with Tom Broker where I'm like, that's totally different or things he would do that I'm like, oh, like here I bought this and it's like, great. And then like, it's like in the return section and he's totally. like done his own thing. And I'm like, yeah. and now I'm like, oh, I totally do that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I, when I have my shoppers come back, sometimes when there's a wild card, I, I've learned to say this, tell me why you got that. Yeah. But sometimes, because sometimes your idea would never go in our head and we don't know it all. Right. right. Like it's, that's you gotta like show what you shopped. You can't just like bring back a bag of like stuff and why you did it. Oh my God. Can you, okay. Now that you said that, I'm just going to send a question that I had written down when you brought back shopping, on Sex in the City, the movie, you line it up. Did you put together outfits or did you just do pieces? How did that we work? Do like, um, we had these tons of racks. And so basically, like, whatever, like, you were <laughs> shopping for, yeah. you would sort of, like, present your stuff in a fitting. And so, like, okay. Sarah Jessica Parker was, like, there, and I was, like, 24, and, like, hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> no, maybe six, 26. Let me not. But, um... Yeah, you would have to, like, show, like, hi, so I got this dress in Brooklyn, like, blah, 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 and, like, which was cool, like, A backstory. You know, 
Yeah, and Pat like wanted to see like what you bought and why you bought it. So it was like that. it was good because it was like, but I you know I didn't realize what you know what I what that what I was retaining from that because I was just like, and that's you know, huge. Yeah, I was clocking it, but I wasn't like writing it down. And absorb. I do that. Do you ever have a, Do you ever have someone work for you and they're writing down constantly? And I go like this: just put it down. I tell them just put it down. I said. You know, I'm going to talk and you're going to retain or you can put it in your phone. I said, but I want you to absorb it and ask me questions because if you're like this, right, it, right it's kind of just here. And it, yeah, you want to have a little, you want a little bit of both. Right. Yeah. Right. You want to kind of get like, you're going to have your list. You want them to do their list, but I'm like, I just want. Yeah. I want you to listen. Yeah. Pat was very that. Like, let me teach you. Like, and then I want you to like explain what you bought and why you bought it. I love yeah. that. And why did you get skirts and then their skirts? That, I, that's, <laughs> that's, I, that's funny. One of my friends who's a, also becoming a costume designer. Now we have this joke about his ex boss, you know, asking, what do you need? What do you need? And she goes, you know, like a, like a pant. I need like, a, like a pant. And then he go, you have to understand what that means. You're like a pant. Got it. A pant. And like, what yeah. is your version of a pant that they need? And you start to learn what their version of that word means, right? right? You gotta like shop through their, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta be able, you can, you gotta be able to translate like designer okay. talk in that way where you're like a pant, but like a short pant, but not like a capri, but like. Mm-hmm. And kind of what they need. I mean, to jump to empire, it, yeah. empire is one of the, well, one of most, like for me, one of the most mind blowing, like where did the show come from? And it's been said it saved Fox. It literally mm-hmm. saved the network at a time when things maybe weren't looking good. Then the articles came in about changing or, or heightening the way this hip hop culture. I mean, I'm a white girl from Simi Valley and I was pulling in cookie lions. Like I was feeling it. So <laughs> your experience working as an assistant to big costume designers, all of a sudden you get this call to do empire literally i can and i know it's kind of like your backstory but i'm so interested in how 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 the call lee daniels how did empire happen so my bestie Fishlight, who's here in the chat um and and lee daniels are partners and i had known lee for four years before empire And I was literally like in J. Crew in December, like Christmas shopping. Of all the and stores, J. Crew for Empire. <laughs> Lee calls and he's like, I have a script uh, for a pilot. It's not greenlit. Um, would you read it? And I was like, Yeah, duh. Like, of course. Like, the butler had happened and uh, Ruth Carter and the paper boy. Oh, this was after he's- the butler. Got this it. Is after. Got it. And so this is like um, 2014. December 2014. So, um, yeah, so he had sent me that. So I, you know, read it. And then in January, it was it was greenlit. And then it was like February, I went to Chicago to start prepping on it. Now, and had you been back to Chicago since you grew up there? No, no, because I grew up in Michigan. Okay. And I had only lived there for like four, from 99 to 03. And I for was school. like, get me okay. out of okay. Chicago. But I'm like... And then wow. you get brought back. And by the yeah, way, every- and somebody had mentioned this, I forgot to say Emmy nominations 2015, 16, 17, 18, 18 right? 
Four, four consecutive. I should call you Susan. Sorry, Susan Lucci. But, <laughs> but I mean, you deserve, I mean, we all know how, how much you deserve. And the nomination is such, you know, a big thing to begin it's with. Big, it's an honor to be nominated. Seriously. And one CDG. Thank you, CDG. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. I have that. So you, uh, you read this pilot. Did you have any clue what you could do with it? Like, I mean, I was excited at the opportunity. Like when I read it, I was like, oh, this is like this is a great script like cookie's an amazing character obviously like she jumps off the page right um and then i started doing you know lee is like send me research send me research i mean i think from january until march like i was doing like i was gonna the prep yeah and i would send pictures with like celebrity stuff and like runway stuff that i liked and like how i saw them like obviously there's there's a you're going to use clothes that are in stores. So like, I'm, I'm like going to what brands would I buy? Here's the direction of that. And Lee was like, show me real people. Like, I don't want to see. And you know, this goes back to like, it's like, hi, going to Google and like trying to even just find like images of African-American people it's hard. It It was even when I did my presentation a year later, like I was, Diana Ross, see, like I was digging. You can only find celebrities, but trying to find yep. just like you know uh, images like, that aren't, yeah, that aren't like it's not, you know, it's like they don't exist. There's not a lot, you know. And so I started going into people's like Instagrams and like TBT nineteen ninety seven. That's when it, that funny? That's when I started. That's when it started, like Instagram and connecting one person to another. That was back yeah. when it was just. And crazy. that was how I could find real people. Wow. So how I much... knew the fashion stuff. It was like, we know that. And so the prep to the pilot, did you have a set amount of time or you just started running once you kind of got the offer? You just kind it of was like, I mean, I had a little bit of January, you know, it was like January, February. And then we started like shooting like March 15th for like 18 days or something like that. Um, so it wasn't that much time. And there was no casting until like, Early March, like, that. like, Raji is cookie. And it was like, you know, so you're doing the prep with, like, an image. woman is, like, a yeah. size 14 or she's a size 2. Like, all that is going to be, like, weighing in. Isn't that crazy yeah. when it changes? And sometimes you'll have producers say, yeah, but you showed me a pencil pant. I'm like, yeah, but you yeah. bought me an amazing curvy body. That ain't going to work. You know, you have to right. switch it up. You got it. Yeah. So it's like casting is a big part. Like, you can, you know do boards and say it's going to be this. You nailed it. But in the room, you're just like, okay, we got to make this, make this work. Did you, was the collaboration between what you brought to the table for Taraji? Did you meet before? Did you talk before? Was it just in the fitting? It was pretty much in the, I don't think we spoke before. It was all me. And then it was like in the fitting and like, she's amazing because she comes to the fitting and is like, Hype, like she's like a car coming in to like have their tires work done. Like she's like, yeah. hi, the tire guy does the tires. She's not like really trying to. I love you know, that. Steer it around. So that is yeah. so that rare and very. I was very lucky. Like right. it was. She was very open to like what I wanted to do to her. So I and that trust, that trust, and that's my next question is. But now that you kind of opened that door. Uh, Terrence, I worked with Terrence once. <laughs> I worked with him once. What did you work on with him? There was this movie called Valerie Flake. It was this, uh, 
Bob Dylan's brother's wife okay. produced it. It was shot in Palm Springs, and I'll never, ever, ever forget. We did some uh, VW, like, bus scene in the Palisades before we went to Palm Springs. Okay. And there was, like, this sweaty, smelly, oh, my God, the sweaty, smelly, like, hot black guy who played this guitar guy with, like, screwed up hair. And he was just, there was something so sexy about him, but he was so stoned. <laughs> he was so high. But in the VW bus, so when I, I was the you know, costume designer and set girl and I was everything, right? So I'm doing last looks. I do not smoke pot. I'm getting so stoned. I'm like, I gotta get out of this bus. <laughs> so oh. I, I worked one day with him and didn't mean to do drugs, but I did. <laughs> Accidentally. Inadvertently did it. Oops. Yeah. So how was he? I mean, I know people during the course of a show, everything could, you know, you guys get closer, you start to develop like family. In his first fitting, does he bring to the table, this is how I am, or is he collaborating? Yeah, sort of like, it was completely, you know, it was completely different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he came in and, you know, I had sort of had the like, the print, like the printed Gucci things and like the turtleneck and like yeah. the scarf. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we just, he had like 18 changes and they oh. were all sort of like, we initially like wanted this pajama um, look. Oh, yeah. That was the vibe. Totally. And Lee, at the time, was, like, rocking pajamas all the time. On the red carpet. Yep. It was, yeah. And it was sort of like, oh, like, the mogul doesn't have to, like, be, like, the typical, like, suit, you know, bullshit. Right. And so, um, so we tried that. And then, you know, the network was like, we don't think, you know, that. So there was, like, a little bit of that. And then we had to kind of, like, go back, like, with, whereas, like, with Cookie, there was none of that. Elevate it. Yeah, no, his, yeah. I, I, uh, you know, I know there's been a couple designers, just like on Pretty Little Liars, a couple designers on Empire, but the, the uh, arc of Terrence Howard was seamless. It never got like, why did it go there? Was it too much? You know, I really like right. what you did because there was the pajama, there was the turtleneck, there was the, the scar, you know, there was always a consistency of who he was. It never changed. A little bit of the moments, like, with the dashiki, like, that was, that was him. Like, you could, no, totally, there's I'm, moments where you're like, oh, the uh, actor asked for that. Like, that I, would, I did not, I wasn't into that. I wasn't <laughs> into, like, the, the, you know, uh, any of that, like, but, you know, whatever. You let it go, you let it yeah. go whatever, and like, we, and we know. There's a million other people to dress. I'm like, <laughs> you want to wear dashiki? Awesome. Right. No, isn't that the best <laughs> moment where you know that you're fitting, you're like, Oh my god, I have seven hours worth of fitting. You want to wear what you came in? I love it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, with Genius. that, I was like, okay, you know, there are certain things that I was like, you have to like move on. You let it. go, and you yeah. know what? Your cast is so handsome. I mean, literally, they can they can wear anything. They were uh, great. Speaking cast. of cast, uh, Caitlin Doubleday, she was a handful and a diva, and <laughs> I heard she would throw clothes at you, right? The she woman did. that played Rhonda. Throw her shit on the floor. No. Where is she here? She it's her anniversary today with her oh, husband. Her. She played Rhonda was the character, right? She was Rhonda. Yeah. Yeah. Love Caitlin. Her look was like based on um Sharon Tate for me. Ooh, uh, that's I never knew that. That's cool. Yeah. <gasps> oh, she, doesn't she totally look like Sharon uh -huh. Tate? Uh -huh. so. Well, you've got the bangs, and now that I realized it did have a sense of a sense of that air, and I really like what you did with her. Because that was, yeah. Caitlin knows, Caitlin knows clothes. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. With her. She, she, knows. she knows. She knows, like, 
She knows clothes. She's like a designer girl. Totally. So, yeah. Totally. No, she, we had fun. Like Rhonda was good. one that I wanted to be like a '60s, like you know. And then we were doing like Saint Laurent, and I was she was like I bought like vintage dresses, and we would like cut them really short. And you know, she was like, and her body is like forget about it. Like you're yeah. just like let me play with this canvas, you know. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of powerful women, you did a feature called The Other Woman, which mm -hmm. funny story, Joe Magnanello, whatever his last name is. He used to like live at my apartment when I was young. Like, okay. don't, don't even ask. That's a whole nother story. But I am looking at your career and there's one word that I keep, one thought that I keep seeing is powerful women. You've got mm -hmm. Naomi Campbell, Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann, mm -hmm. um, Taraji P. Henson. Nikki. Nikki, but no, okay. That was what, fun. What do we think the secret sauce is and it's not just because you're handsome because that I'm not buying that what do you think it takes to go into a fitting with Naomi Campbell and Nicki Minaj and not I mean fitting sometimes can suck what do you think you bring to the table and charisma uniqueness yeah. nerve and talent oh I love that oh I love that that's a t-shirt RuPaul's Drag Race is that what he says <laughs> damn it oh I thought it was you I was gonna make a shirt about it no that's what you need to bring say it again say it again Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. I like that he throws acronym. nerve in there. Mm, okay, wait, what does it stand for? <laughs> I'm not going to say We it. can't say it. I'm not smart enough to spell it. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll look at it later. <laughs> um, Nicki Minaj, now that you touched on that, how the heck was that fitting? Did you talk well, about it? Well, I've done a photo shoot with her for um, Nylon Freelance. Okay. okay. Like, right before she came out, um, like Pink Friday hadn't come out. And then this was like maybe four, three years later, which was the other woman fitting. So I had already like been familiar with like the body. That's cool. That's nice. Um, yeah. So I talked to her like briefly on the phone and she had remembered and she was great. Like, it's funny. Like I look at her costumes on that movie and I'm like, oh, it's like that. There is a cookie essence there. Like, you know, oh, yeah. she's a body and it was print and it was color and it was like jewelry and everything. Do you yeah. tailor the crap out of everything for her? Yeah, I mean, you you know, depends, like, if you need it, unless it's stretched. Like, if it's, like, a McQueen stretch dress, you're like, no. Isn't that, isn't that the she best? She wore a lot of Wolford. Oh, was, really? Yeah. Oh, like, you that know what? Leopard thing was, like, Wolford. No, that thing, they have the, I do love, is it the stretchy one? Like, that one-piece thing? Yeah, there's, like, the, I feel like it's, like, called the Phantom, or the, I forget the name of it. Like, it's like a body stocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tube. Like, make it a dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. unit, unit And by the way, people, I do see the word that it spells. Thank you very much for spelling that out for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Thank I have you, a question. I don't know, I got to see who's on there. Oh, God, this is awesome. My dad, did I tell you? Earlier, you saw my dad. I didn't even know he knew how to use the computer. My dad's on here. This That's is so good. I, my family is here. I There's, like... I, some of them, I've seen some of the names pop up. Hi, family. Well, I could, yeah. I could, I could literally talk to you forever. But I do want I, one thing I want to touch on. Besides bringing your A game to all of the seasons of Empire to the other woman, the United States of Billie Holiday. Okay, I want to get this right. It was a very my first period. My first period picture. Okay, so my question to you is. The extraordinary responsibility of a biopic. Okay, so this is Lee Daniels again, his project. Lee Daniels again, yep, director extraordinaire. 
so to take on a period show, what did that look like at the beginning? Because I always want to learn, like, how do designers start the process of a biopic? Like, I mean, in the same way, I get, you know, there's obviously, like, the elements that you would use, like, towards contemporary and, like, the, the like, it's, like, the same, like, formula with, yeah. you know, just, and you Digging. all know, you know how production's going to go. Like, oh, you know, like, this person's going to get cast at the day before. You know, yeah. It's not going to be able to come in. So it's, like, the same stuff. But, you know, not to, like, say that there's not a lot of prep that goes into it. Obviously, there's a ton. You know, but, you know, you, the, the good thing is, like, you have this person who existed. Right, right. So, like, you can, you you know, the the boards that you have to make when you're, like, you're coming up with the look for a character, a contemporary character who doesn't exist in pop culture. Right. Is completely, like, it's already done. Like, you're like, hi, Pinterest, Billy Holiday. This is what she looked like. Wow. This is, like, how she was. Like, obviously, you know. And then you can take liberties, you know, with your director. Of course. Like, the lady sings the Blues Billy Holiday is different than Lee Daniels Billy Holiday. So, you know. Did you build a lot on that show? Yeah. We, it was, like, I would say, like, yeah. I I would say I built a lot for Andra. Mixed mixed with some. It was, like, I would say, I'll just say 50-50. But, like, you know, we definitely, like, made where we could and where there was time and, you know, things would change and, you know, dealing with, with Canada and dealing with, we were getting stuff made at Western Costume. Shout out to Western Costume, our sponsor. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good job. That's what I was going to ask because Dan Lawson had asked, you know, what is it like working in Chicago versus LA and New York? But now you're in Montreal doing a story about an artist. Where was Billie Holiday? Was that New York? She was in Harlem. I mean, she's from Baltimore, but, you know, the most of the, the story took place in, you know, in New York and Harlem. And then there was a mix of some Alabama, like she was on the road, she was touring. And you're shooting so, in Montreal, like. <laughs> we're shooting in Montreal. We did studio and we, you know, we did locations there and, you know, a lot of stuff came from California though. It comes from it Palestine, did. Western, it comes from, you know, it comes from all the studios. And you had a crew in L.A.? We had a, a little bit of a crew in LA, right. like small, small, small. I mean, most was in Montreal, and there are some rental houses in Montreal, and we pulled from there. And you know, as much as you too, can, as yeah. much as you can. And you're pulling from Toronto, and you know, getting stuff sent from New York, and like furs from, you know, we're coming from LA, and you know, I was ordering stuff on first dibs and like online shopping and. You know, all the shoes were replay or remix. remix. Yeah, 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 yeah. That on uh, but, Beverly. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you're like, yeah. I need a size 10 shoe for 1949. And <laughs> no. it's like, you're it's not, not going to. Everything was smaller. Wow. So yeah. how do you feel with this under your belt now? You're so proud. You better be. I'm proud of it. I yeah. can't wait to see it. Like, When does it uh, come out? Or we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. That's true. So, duh. Yeah. Um, do we know what network? So, no, it's a feature, so it's got to be, you know, it's it's like, it's technically an indie at this point, you know, it's got to be distributed. And... I am so excited to see this because I was talking to um, a friend of mine who's also a costume designer, Nancy, and she was saying, I like watching designers work no matter what project they do. You can tell there's a little bit of them. Can you right. see yourself in it a little bit, even though it was a... I think so. Yeah. I mean, I get, I, yeah, I think there has to be, I mean, you know, you have to, I always have to like pull myself back and like with Lee too, like, it's like, 
give him the full Christmas tree and then like take off the garland. Take Ooh, off I the, like that. I like that. Take yeah, off yeah. the earrings. We were doing that all the time. Like Andrew would, Andrew Day played Billie Holiday. And she's and a singer, right? She's an artist? She's a singer, yeah. She's Amazing. Her, oh. her um, voice and like the soundtrack is going to be like a gag. It's going to win a Grammy. Wow. Like, we would we would come to set and it would be like we would go like full on and then Lee would be like take those flowers out of her hair take those earrings. do we have smaller earrings and I'd be sitting there with like a tray of a hundred little earrings because you're ready because you know him you know like I'm gonna give him this and I'll be prepared yeah. for this yeah wow do you jewelry at last at the last second would always be changing like constantly well that's it you know that's one of the new things going back into the way that the industry is gonna look. Some of the things that I've been reading, they're like, well, everything has to go into quarantine. And I'm like, yeah, but what if what the director asked to change the jacket? How did like, happen? I'm like, yeah, we can change the jacket. Um, give me three days. It's going to go into storage. And then yeah. we're going to. Exactly. I've been talking to Sal, the president of the guild, and he is in it. He is in okay. it. And that's what I like that we have a working president, too. You know, so yeah. he's, he's not going to yeah, let. Yeah, he's not like, yeah. You know, these grand, like, uh, plans. Wait, what about the flower you made out of feathers? What is that? Oh, that's who is Mabel. Oh, no. One of the, um, we made this flower for Andra out of, like, white feathers based on this picture that actually um, Patrick at Western made. Oh, beautiful. So pretty. Yeah. So you would have Western make things and then just ship it next day? Yeah. They were shipping... Overnight, e-containers, oh, yeah. and yeah. Okay, so we touched on Empire, which I could ask you. Uh, one thing that I wanted to, um, we had talked about it yesterday, which people probably would love to hear a little tidbit about, uh, Naomi Campbell, who was just, just finished her show, Making the Cut, which, yeah, which I, I watched, I loved. Did you watch it? Okay, good. Yeah, I got yeah. a pleasure, I, my honor, I got to work with Amazon to yeah. interview the winners or in the runner-up, which is awesome. So, Naomi, you were telling me, because I would assume I'm like, oh, God, how is she? You know, when when you – and but it was just different. When you met her, like, it was – She was amazing. Like, we spoke a little bit on the phone before. Um, you know, she didn't have a lot of time to obviously, like, come, you know, days before and, and – No. And, and, no. It was like we did it kind of, like, one day before. And of course. She sent clothes, and obviously she has – Great relationships with fashion houses. Think about it. Hi. Aya. <laughs> and we called Alaya. And, you know, they sent stuff. And Scaparelli sent stuff. And I love it. Um, no, she had, like, amazing, you know, things. And then I would just do it. Like, she was, like, would try on a few things. And, oh, let's wear this here. And, like, she knew it worked. And we had the stuff. And, and she, she trusted you. I mean, you you yeah. were comp- you know, it wasn't like you yeah. were letting her do it. You no, you're not, like, shaking, handing her, like, a, a bracelet. Like, you're exactly. like, this bracelet exactly. would look cool with this. And she's like, okay, like, yeah. Like, if she, you know, it's like, obviously, if it didn't, she would have been like, no. <laughs> right, you have that word. I love <laughs> when they go like, to the rack. I know a little bit what I'm doing, and she knows what she's doing, so it was a good match. And they can feel that. The actors can feel that, too. You bring that yeah. confidence, too. No, you just reminded me of something that, like, I miss in the industry is – when you have an outfit on and then you go to the accessory tray and they become your dolls and you just put it on. Oh, um, I always do the accessories like literally like in the trailer, like Ugh. 10 minute warning, like was when I would go in with like Taraji and do like, I'd have like 900 earrings. Thank oh, you. I Thank you for saying like, that. Sometimes I would have it edited down. Like 
these are going to be perfect, but. You, you have your favorites. and then Yeah, you have, you have your favorites, and you got to see where they hit, and if they're twisting, or if they're annoying, or you got to see what the hair is going to be like that. Or day. you can even see them, like you would yeah, assume yeah. these and earrings went great, but then you don't see them. Yeah. So you get it. Same thing. I love that you said that, because. When I went to go work in Vancouver, they had never worked with like a contemporary kind of like high fashion show. And I had a producer say to me, I have never seen someone buy so many accessories and so many belts. And I said, do you notice that the price point on the dress is low? It's because you pump up the look with the belts yeah. and the earrings. And then, that, you know. I love when producers are like, how much for a belt or how much like. You just don't know. You just don't I would know. pay like $5,000 for a belt and then you could have it in a Forever 21 dress or vice versa. That's it. That like, balance is like. It doesn't matter. Like there's no like, there's no um, how much should an earring cost. It's like what, it just needs to be the right one. I like that you said that. I love that you said that. And I hope like going back into the industry and I keep saying this during these interviews, like I really hope that there's a sense of you know, we are lucky to work with the people that we have worked with before. So there is a sense of trust, but you know, there's those new designers and we may work with new people where it's a million questions, a million approvals. Just like, I hope that there's a sense of trust to get the work done faster because that's what we need these days, you know? And going back to like an earlier question of like, uh, I think Dan asked, yeah, uh, but it was about like the New York crew, LA crew, Chicago, right. crew, Montreal crew, like how that, you know, a lot of times when you travel for a job for a location, like you are, you know, required to work with the local people. And, you know, in a time where now like things are going to be different and shopping is going to be different. You, I'm already like sending somebody out who I've never worked with that I'm like praying is going to bring back the right shoes. Right. And now you're like, okay. Like, no. it's, I think it's going to teach us what I learned from Vancouver because they had never seen a designer like me, I mean, who knows who's like me? It was like you. I mean, our aesthetics are big. We have big yeah. goals. And I think for me, it taught me patience. It also taught me you're going to have to go out more, too. You, you have know, to. It, it just is. And There's you like find. There's an element where you have to let go of certain things, push certain it. things, and like make sure at least up here is like exactly what you want. Totally. You're, you're right. You're going to have to let it go. Shoe, but I'm like, okay. Totally. totally. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tracy Field just joined another accessory. Thanks, Tracy. Another accessory queen. I think maybe the criteria for everybody that I interview is that you must love accessories. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I had one of my mentors said, uh, I don't use accessories. And I'm like, that must be why I do the opposite. Like, I think I do more because when I started with her, no necklaces, no earrings, nothing. Nothing. I think I died. I go... I go for the accessory, but, like, I can do the non. I mean, you obviously, like, tell – I don't – I'm not, like – I hate when, like, two people are in a scene and they're, like, both accessory queens. I'm, like, Thank no. you. Thank you. I think Caitlin Doubleday actually taught me that sometimes less is more. Because on her – I like, never did a lot of jewelry on Rhonda. It was, like, teeny tiny, like – I'm, like, she's, like, boobs and eyes and, like – Right? And maybe a diamond, right? Or something yeah, like, like a diamond. money. I used to use, like, these Henry Bendel, like – Emerald cut diamond Ooh, sets. ooh. That was a good accessory store. Ah, uh, where was that? Was in Chicago? That was in Chicago, but in New York, Henry Bendel on, on uh, Fifth. But yeah, they closed. They closed like last year or something, I think. 
God. Okay, you guys, we're getting close to the time where I don't want to say goodbye. I can ask them about certain outfits, certain furs, certain. I mean, one thing I do, I meant to ask you, or thinking of asking you, the Prince episode. Mm -hmm. So I was in the airport. I don't know where we were, Atlanta or somewhere. And I ran into you at the airport and I said, oh my gosh, what are you doing? And you looked at me like this. You're like, we're doing a Prince episode, a Prince <laughs> birthday party, like a Prince child's birthday party, right? It was like right? Prince and Prince and like Prince, Purple Rain Prince and like Princess. princesses. Who came up with the pink? The pink look on Taraji will go down in history. I mean, it was like Cinna Humry uh, directed that episode and is our. I love her. I love her. Love. And so we went through like, we like went through the book of like pictures of Prince and like who we, we were going to assign, like which Prince we were going to assign to which yeah. actor. And then it was like that picture of Prince in sort of a similar brocade thing became like the jump off point. And then Perfect. I think that fabric came from like ISW and like the feathers came from New York and I had it made in New York. Um, at, did I have it make it at Eurico? I think one of them. And but then, yeah. and that's the, the that's another question. When you have things built, not in house, not right next to you, they already are established with her measurements. It's everything. I mean, is that is that? It does yeah, I, I think they sent me a measurement sheet. I sent it back to them. That's, I that's sent it? them the fabric, and then I had like gone in. I flew to New York like for one day where I could kind of go in and like, it was like on the mannequin, but basically like it arrived. Like, I mean, it was an episodic television prep. And we <laughs> that's were what I'm saying. It. That's insane. <laughs> we were building it like a movie. And it was While like, prepping the next one. While prepping the next one, which people don't, you know, know, uh, you know. So yeah, it was, it was fast. Beautiful. And like, you know, it was fun. That one was cool. Do you ever think if you go back to episodic TV that you would, there's a trend in Canada, and I, I think it's totally necessary. They have two ACDs. They have two assistant designers. I mean, you need. Oh, they have, like, like somebody doing, like, like how ADs get. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed yeah. it. They have one. So when the actor's like, I don't want to wear these jeans anymore, and you're just like, Ugh, and you're in a fitting, and you don't have to right. run to set. So they have an assistant designer that I manages. How the, the, the ADs get that. Right? No, art department in Vancouver, they get it too. The they patriarchy. Get, they get, I know, I know. Well, I think that, I think that that's another thing. That I We're think, just running around with clothes, right? Just, I had an ex-boyfriend. This is why he was an ex. I'm not kidding you. He was a production designer. And he said once, he goes, well, don't you just shop it? Like, what's it? And I was all, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. You are never getting anything ever again from me. <laughs> this is not happening. Well, okay, guys, I've got about two more minutes left with him. Is there any questions that you guys have besides how he stays so handsome and so young looking? He works with... Thank, oh, thank you. you very much. No, I'm serious. Like, you are just so youthful looking. I think... Uh, hey, let's see if there's any... <laughs> oh, do you... What do you... Here's a good question. Is there anything you miss about? I mean, besides accessorizing. Is there anything that you're like, ooh, I miss... Uh, fabric shopping or I miss fittings or, or maybe you like, I mean, sometimes it's nice. And because of, because of like where quarantine. Right. Or yeah. Like just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I miss working obviously. I totally. Miss, I miss those direct deposits. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> I, mean, I was telling a friend, I said, if you add up how much we've made and how much I've made at this time, it's, I mean, 
it also pretty- shows you yeah. what you don't need. Oh, totally. Like, I'm like, today was like, a, I was like excited to get put on clothes. <laughs> <laughs> excited to get dressed up. So, yeah. Oh, God. How do you work with a budget? Well, I mean, this is a big question. You don't have to get into it. But Meredith from Dynasty had yeah, called yeah. me. And she said, Mandy, I don't have what I need. I'm not getting what I need. And you were the first person I thought about connecting because there's no way you were given what you need, but you got what you I mean, you get it. Yeah. And some, you know, obviously like in contemporary, it's all, you know, depends. And it really does depend on your, like, I was fortunate enough. Like I have relationships. I have relationships. Yeah from my previous experience, from when I started in New York, people who I came up with in 2006 who are at PR directors of shows where I'm like, you know, you're not always going to get a showroom sample for a television show. That's hard. That's hard. You know, we were able to get them like Moschino and, you know, Jeremy Scott and, you know, Lieber and Pamela Rowland and all my like Sandy Bly. Do you get it on time? I always find that it's not as urgent as, you would, I would be a lot, I mean, there were days where, like, we were checking the FedEx, like, is, like, the Lieber bag, is it here? Like, yeah, yeah. First AM delivery or shit, they did it for 10 AM, and I'm like, we would be hoping that, like, the first, if it was the first scene, like, I hope they're late. Like, I hope they're delayed. I, hope I know, I hope, I know. Hope they're taking too long in here and makeup. Being too long, <laughs> yeah. Like, would, you know, if call time was seven, I could safely say that we, on Empire, we were not going to be filming before nine o'clock like unless it was like two men in suits or a prison scene or something you know something (laughs) I love I love the fact that like such an epic fashion show you also have a flip side of oh well if they were in prison (laughs) yeah it's like yeah we're like okay if it's Andre in a prison uniform or a hospital we're like oh shit they're gonna be like fast so god you know what this makes me want to I love that show so much and I know it's you know I don't know if it gets exhausting talking about empire but you know your career is just gonna get bigger and bigger but it makes me want to go back and watch it because we would do oh you know i didn't tell you this me and my friend brian would play this game we would uh play three things we liked about empire and three things we didn't like so when we say <laughs> it wasn't like that we didn't like it but it was like it was like unbelievable things like they would be at club leviticus and all of a sudden like break out in song and we're like oh, come With on Lucia. huge microphones Totally. But then we would say we liked Lucius, you know, scarf. So we would play that game. It really like, it brought people together. I miss like looking, like I'm always like looking on like first dibs or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, that would be really cute. Like for cookie, you know, I mean, you have to move on. And like, I think about like, oh, what would, you know, I just put things like in my like basket anyways, but like, yeah, that's, I do miss that. Cause I'm like, me too, me too. That would have been so cool to put on TV. And, like, I got to put a lot of, like, cool things on her, so. Oh, you know, but you bring it to you bring it to each project, and that's why I really wanted you on here. And I'm so thankful that you took the time. Your Thank talent, you. your talent, and we kept every viewer. Nobody did. This is what I really like about, like, with a story like yours is you went through the process of, trying and feeling and going through all these different positions and look at you now like you have designed one of the biggest shows ever on television features and then you just finished 
a period film. Like, I cannot wait to see what you do next. I'm so proud of you. You? Me too. <laughs> yeah. No, you should be like, I know, what is my next job? That's when someone's like, what's your next job? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> right. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Well, um, stay relaxing. Have Thank an amazing you. drink in Miami. Have, you know, take this time because with a resume like yours, you're going to go back and you're going to remember our, when you missed resting. You know what I mean? Like, you're oh, going no. to remember this time. So, thank you, thank you for this. So oh, my fun. God. You're so welcome. I, you know, Hopefully I just. In LA, we'll, I'll get to fly there and we'll have dinner and we can. I would love to, and then we can really, like, talk. We can really talk about Caitlin. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We can do this. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Western Costume. And thank you, Paul. If you guys ever have any questions for him, you can DM him, DM me. DM me on Insta. Yeah. It's not lost, so he's still. 